prayer who could it be you know who it could be it can be matt and ben with four times the charm today i am joined by the musical magician the singer of the skies ben tucker how are you feeling today matt we can't intro with that what i just sang is so close to the original song that we're going to get dmca'd you included more than 15 seconds of highway to hell in our last episode ben if anything's gonna get us dmca'd it's that anyway welcome to fourth times the charm the podcast where every week is a brand new podcast i am your host ben alongside matt i already did this intro yeah but i like doing my own version matt maybe we'll get the intro right when the fourth times the charm so I've been thinking a lot about this concept, and I, I wanted to share it with everybody and kind of dig into it with you, Ben. So what are you thinking about today? All right. So, well, first off, uh, love the podcast last week. If there are any new listeners, welcome. This week was going to be more of a relaxed fit. I have a big movie-related episode in mind. but For, for today or for a different episode? That is not for today ah, yes. because I need more time to do that one. But that's going to be the next big episode, which will be out in a few weeks time. Oh, but Ben, and, and don't forget our mid-year roundup. Now that's going to be a big episode. Yeah. Also the mid-year roundup. Don't fucking know what that is. That's oh the, yeah, I do. Musical album thing. So. Oh crap. I got to so, listen to that. All right. So as a preview for you guys and coming up as soon as Ben pulls it together and listens to all these albums, uh, a group of us have created top fives of the year for so far that you're halfway through and we've given them all the ben in a mixed up order and he's gonna have to listen to every single one of those albums and rank them from best to worst and then i'm gonna bring on my our two friends nick and kyle to join us and discuss ben's rankings and it's gonna be a wonderful mix and showcase of a lot of new and wonderful music but what do you got for us today ben well today matt We're going to take a bit more of a relaxed fit from last week. We're going to get to know both of us a little bit better. And we are going to play a few rounds of Draft Day versus I love playing SmackDown versus Raw 2006 on the PlayStation Portable, and my favorite part of that game was the general manager mode, where you and a computer or you and a friend draft your own rosters and then compete against each other. So draft day today is going to be a similar version of that, but I am opening it up to be just the draft part and to take place over a wide range of genres here. So we have a number of options today. We're going to start big and then we're going to go through some smaller ones as we go on. I have created myself versus Matt, two teams, and Matt and I are going to alternate between drafting for our specific teams. Now those can be for objects, those can be for people, it can be for characters, it can be whatever the topic at hand is. Once one of us drafts a character, object, place, or thing, then the next person may not draft that same thing because that's what drafting's for. So even though some of these have really wide options for the narrow scope we're using today, doesn't matter. Rules are rules. It's time for round one of 
Draft Day. Let's do it. All right, Draft Day versus. We are going to start off with an all-star wrestling show. Matt, you and I are each going to put together an all-star wrestling show. Cannot use the same wrestlers more than once. Okay. All right? You and I each individually are booking the following. Icon versus Icon match. These are like faces of the industry going one-on-one against each other. No titles on the line. Do they have to be a current wrestler or can they be wrestlers from anywhere? From any era. The best wrestler at the at their best time. So you could do, you know, I'm going to use bad wrestlers in this case. You could do 1998 Gilberg versus 2012 Heath Slater. Actually, that'd be a really fun match. Actually, they did wrestle each other in 2012, I think. You worked yourself Imagine into a that. shoot there, Ben. Yeah, but think of it that way. All right, I'm ready. All right, so the matches we have, Icon versus Icon, World Champions, Mid-Card Champions, so people who are known for being in those roles, Okay. if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, Hulk Hogan would never be referred to as a Mid-Card Champion. No, that'd be horrific. Faction Warfare, Tag Teams, Women's, High Flyers, and Gimmick Match, which can be... Anything that you want. It is potpourri. And I'm adding in one more thing, Matt. You can choose two stipulation matches outside of the gimmick match. Ooh, okay. Um... So you don't have to decide now, just when you announce your match. So uh, if you want, we can do a coin flip. I have a coin right here. Uh, it's I, a toonie. Oh. I'm using a Canadian toonie. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I was going to I was going to request Canadian currency. I'm going to go with heads. All right. Fuck. I got to figure out what's heads. Oh, it's heads or bear. Oh, bears. No, it's too late. You called heads. No, I'm changing it to bear. All right. It's heads and up. Oh, it fell. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Everyone, Ben has died. Here. It's over here. Hold on. I believe in you. Land it on. Bear. All right. All right. I'll go first. Nice. No, I'm going first, Matt. You no, chose, I, I, you chose I, I the chose. other one. We go with know, first choices here. How do you know Bear you know was what, an Matt, option? You know what, Matt? Since swindling I, me. I, since I haven't tried thinking about these matches, but, but since I obviously had to have a bit i will let you uh-huh. go first all right so am i drafting the the whole match or just one person for the match? one person at a time all right so all right yeah yeah so i'll do the first person in my match and then you can do the first person in yours all right so in my icon versus icon match now i get the wrestler at the peak of their powers right that's right you can choose whatever year you want from them okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to pick a specific year. I'm just going to say their name and y- you tell me that it's it's you pick the best year for them because you know that better than I do. All right. So the first person in my icon match is Kenny Omega. Wow. Icon Kenny Omega. I th- He's an icon. International. Would you consider him an icon, Ben? I, I, I think he's as close to an icon as we have in wrestling today. Yeah, he's a modern-day icon. He's a guy. Yeah, okay, okay. 
And, and we take him back a few years, you know, when he was really at the height of his powers in New Japan. I think when he was a little younger and more capable. Interesting. All right. I am going to do... This This is hard. Uh, Ric Flair. All right. Go, I'm going 1989, like I think, Chi-Town Rumble, Ric Flair. Wow, nice. Okay. That That's a big buster on yours, because Kenny Omega versus Ric Flair would be the greatest wrestling match of all time. There is there is one match that I think with Kenny Omega would might be one of the best matches of all time. And that that's putting Kenny Omega versus... Eddie Guerrero. Wow. All right. I, whatever year is best for Eddie Guerrero, I think you you can tell me that, Ben. You, what, what you know, best for Eddie Guerrero, I would say he wins the belt in 2004. Okay. So I do you want short-haired Eddie or long-haired Eddie? I think short, short like Maximum charisma. Got it. Then that would be like 2004 Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, two thousand four Eddie Guerrero so like, versus so a bit his past power. his yeah a bit past his athletic prime, but where his charisma really comes through, him and Omega would be an excellent match. I think they would tell one of the most. You put this at the, the headliner of a show. I I think they transcend generations. What what would make me more excited than an Omega and Eddie Guerrero match would be an Omega and Eddie Guerrero feud. Yeah. Oh yeah, for them. sure. Like, but I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll give this match two weeks of build of time. All right. So, Ric Flair on my end will be facing right. someone who is not the most beloved person in wrestling history, but he is objectively the biggest uh, wrestler in history. So, for an icon versus icon match, I have to go with Hulk Hogan. Okay, yeah. Which is funny because this match actually did kind of happen, and it I was gonna kind say, of sucked. Like... <laughs> but it's like it's like that for me is what if you could choose two wrestlers from any era, mm-hmm. I think it would be Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan. I mean that that that's a big match. All right, so world championship match. Who are you going with here? All right, my first world champion is going to be. Hmm. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna stick. With, I'm gonna go with another older guy, uh, not too old, because I'm not gonna pick anyone that happened outside of my when I was watching wrestling. I'm gonna go with peak Kurt Angle. Ah, oh, Kurt Angle. All right. I think he was a great champion. His times, you know, running the show were well worth a watch. I think it's funny, Matt, how every time we do one of these drafts, you always pick the work rate guys, and I always pick the big characters. Because that's, I mean, that's what I love about, that's what I enjoy about watching wrestling now, is like the ability to perform is like what really captivates me today when I'm watching wrestling. My next one for world championship match, Goldberg. Ooh, all right. I know, Matt, he's who you were going for first. I knew he was next. I knew people wanted to see Goldberg and Kurt Angle, but I sniped him from under you. All right. Well, I'm I'm really gonna hit, hit hit the bone hard here, and I think this would be an interesting transition in styles. I think to make this match work, you need someone who has the work rate like Angle, who can really push things forward. And for a championship match, we gotta go with the greatest champion of all time, Ben. 
one of the most important men in wrestling history, Bruno San Martino. Yeah, that would fuck. I, yeah, I Kurt like Angle that. and Bruno San Martino, I think, would be a... I'm going for exclusively hour-long headlining matches. Okay, I'm going for the opposite. So I'm going <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ooh, okay. Against against Goldberg? Yeah, Goldberg and Steve Austin. That I, I think that the top three fantasy matches in wrestling are Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin and Goldberg, and Undertaker and Sting. I agree with two of those three. I don't think I've ever heard anyone but you ask for Goldberg Austin. No, no. Austin Goldberg was the big thing of the late 90s because they were both bald white guys who were jacked and who were at the top of WCW and WWF at the same time. Like, I'm not making that one up. That was a really huge part of 1998. Like, that match is bigger than Sting Undertaker. I think it could be. I mean, but can... Because they were both the number one guys in their company. Like, there's revisionist history with Goldberg, but, like, Goldberg was number one. I just don't I just don't know if Austin would have enough time in the match to do his thing against someone like Goldberg. Like Goldberg I no, feel like no, no, no. five minutes. Gold there, there's a real misnomer about that. Goldberg didn't wrestle for long, long times, but by like ninety nine he was having really good matches. He had a match in two thousand with Scott Steiner that was like Meltzer four and a half star rated. And that's with Scott Steiner. That's true. I pulled that off. Yeah. So if you put this with Goldberg sort of heel leaning and then you have Austin go over in the end, like yeah, I, that would be a huge match. Yeah. I I, I think, I think first I, I'd give you round one so far. I think Ric Flair versus, I think Hogan's a bigger match, but I still think, I think the more entertaining match here is Kurt and Bruno. See, I, I have it flipped. I think your icon icon match is better. I think I, I should think, have gone for ta- I think I should have gone for Taker and Sting, but yeah, uh, I was genuinely I didn't pick Taker or Sting, so you could. All right, mid card champions, Matt, take us away. This is the point where I think you bring in some younger talent, and I think I want to go some I want to go someone very very young here to keep things fresh. I'm gonna go with Walter. Wow, I think he's an up and coming. I think he fits perfectly at the like, top of NXT mid card of wwe range right now and i think he makes a fantastic fantastic heel in, in, a, in a matchup that i'm gonna make here all right matt i think the match i'm going to make right here is going to steal this whole show i'm sure i'm sure you feel and that you way. can't steal the show without the whole effing show so i'm talking 1997 ecw rob van dam Ooh. And that's like RVD who can talk, who does the wee jokes, but it's not redundant. Like, mm-hmm. prime time Rob Van Dam. Okay, all right. Well, I, I'm going to go with a another prime time man who is still entertaining the masses. And I think if you took if you took prime, I think similar 90s era, you could probably give a specific year here after I say the name. But I think a fantastic match with Walter would be a young alive and a powerful chris jericho oh yeah sort of like a john uh goliath david gimmick yeah because i think jericho at his young age was flippy and and acrobatic enough to contrast pretty well with walter while also still already still having a great base in what is like 
to me, a very good work rate traditional uh, wrestling. All right. Well, Matt, I'm just telling you, I won this one because 1992 RVD is going up against 1991 Intercontinental Champion Bret Hart. Oh, well, all right. Four out of five stars. Well, no, because think about this, Matt. You have the high-flying nature of RVD versus the Mm -hmm. grounded technical wrestling of Bret. RVD is like an even more athletic version of Owen Hart. So the match would be a banger. The lead up to it, you have squeaky clean 1991 Bret Hart going up against the stoner asshole RVD. Yeah, true. That does sound pretty hot. And even better, Matt, I'm going to make it a ladder match. Faction warfare, we're going to keep this simple. Instead of drafting the people, you can just draft the factions. So, Matt, what is the first faction you want in faction warfare? This is really hard. This is really hard. But I think, I think I'm going to save. You're, you're guaranteed to have a good match here because there's enough factions to go around for both of us. Yeah. But what is the best dynamic? Now, I, it's a, I see some of these older ones are ones that I don't know very well. But I think if this, if this, if this faction was given enough time with its, its opponent, I think it would really work out. And my first faction I'm going to pick here, it's going to be the Heart Foundation. Well, which which Heart Foundation? I don't know which one's better. Well, the first Heart Foundation was a tag team. Yeah, not which that. Was Bret the Hart and Jim Neidhart. So the faction in '97 was Bret, Owen, Bulldog, Jim. Anvil, Pillman. and then Pillman. Yeah. So you want so you want Bulldog, Owen anvil and pillman yep and my match this match is gonna be in a steel cage oh i like well matt come on if you're gonna do a steel cage faction warfare you gotta do war games yeah sure yeah yeah they're a big enough faction we'll go with war games what's your first faction ben my first faction i i have to go with the best faction the greatest faction of all time is the four horsemen oh good and i'm gonna go with I'm going to go with the version that's Flair, Arn, Tully, and then um, and then Barry Windham. Or maybe not, but ba- whichever one was in the first War Games. I think that's Luger. Yeah. So Arn, Tully, and then Lex Luger with J.J. Wow. Dillon at ringside. That's spicy. I think, I think a fun faction that has some talent that's eventually going to reach its peak now. If I could give each of these, if I could have each of the people in this faction at their peak, I would do it. But we'll say for sake that that's not necessarily possible. And to maintain the size of the faction, instead of going with something easily like uh, like the New Day or like the Shield, who I don't really feel like don't really fit as much for this type of match, I am going to go with another classic one. One I've never watched a single match of, but I'm looking at a roster right now and it looks sexy. The Dangerous Alliance. Oh, that is a good... That's the best one you could have possibly chosen. For the... Well, actually, actually, no, actually you can't, because Austin's a part of the Dangerous Alliance. Yeah, Bret Hart's part of the Hart Foundation. Well, then who from the Dangerous Alliance are you putting in it? Because you have four, so you need four more. Because I know the Dangerous Alliance was Larry Zbysko, Rick Anderson, Rude, Bobby Arn Anderson, Larry Zbysko. Okay, and Bobby Eaton. All right. Yeah. All right. With uh, Paul Heyman at ringside. You eke out. You eke out. 
And and they've are they already have experience in war games against the Sting Squad, so they're 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 ready. That war games match back. we should watch. That's that's an amazing match. Yeah. All right. So who's going up against going up against the Four Horsemen? If you say the the NWO, you're wrong. It's only got three people. No, I'm not. <laughs> Matt, are you really telling me the NWO only has three people? You for are real, you, Matt? You know how you, many people are in the NWO? How many of those people matter? How many of those people matter? I almost picked it out of spite, Matt, but Uh I'm not because I'm better than that. I'm going to do Luger's Horseman with J.J. Dillon as the fifth member in a Survivor Series match. And they Mm. are going to take on 1998 D-Generation X. All right. Nice. That was my second pick for the last round. Yeah. So that's Triple H, New Age Outlaws, X-Pac. And China, who's going to be the Ooh. foil for J.J. Dillon. Perfect. I, I still think I, I think my, my match has a certain specialty flair to it. I So I would say your match would be better, but I have Ric Flair in mine. And like him, I, I have Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. I have Arn Anderson And DX too. would be the... Oh, yeah, so you don't have enough people for this because you don't have Arn Anderson either. Why don't I have Arn Anderson? Because I drafted Arn Anderson with the Horseman. That's the whole thing with the draft. You can't draft someone else's people. Okay, there's the right to censor with Steven Richards. No, there's there's NWO. You could do you could do Nash Hall, Giant, and then who would the fourth be? Uh, Macho Man. You could do that. I'm going to stick with my picks. Okay, so it's going to be the four-person Hart Foundation versus the three-person Dangerous Alliance. Yeah, because of interference before the match. Of of Larry Zbysko, Bobby Eaton, and Rick Rude. Versus the Hart Foundation. Right. Okay, well, okay, I'll, okay. Well, Rick's going to have an easy night in that case. All right, next up, tag team match, Matt. Now, this is really hard. I I think I would start... Actually, here, no, I, I've, I've officially changed out the Dangerous Alliance for Undisputed Era. That's good. I can see that. All right, that's fine. All right, All right. tag teams. My, my first tag team is going to be the Shield. And I think I go with... Which two people from the Shield? Given at the time, I think we go Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Okay, yeah, that works. So, like, 2013 Rollins and Reigns. Yep. All right. I have a lot of spectacle matches. Yeah, your show is very razzle-dazzle. And I feel like I need a good match. Yep, (laughs) I got it. All right. I am going to go with Big E and Kofi Kingston of The New Day. Okay. Well, well, Ben, I, I I think I have... One of the perfect pairings to go with the shield. I think to really bring out the best of both of my guys, you put him against another more modern tag team. But I'm getting a little bit more international for our real smarky fans out there. I'm gonna go with the Golden Aces. I mean that. I mean that would be a really good match. I think it would be a fantastic match. I think you'd see the the, the height of the powers of two of the best tag teams in the modern day. I think they put on a absolute, both a spectacle of a match in addition to a very high quality work rate match. I think, I think both. There's an argument to bring in Dean because he's used to that hard style, more 
heavy hitting uh, uh, um, New Japan way, but I think Seth and Roman would really provide an incredible match. So my final team, I'm going to have the New Day fall of 2015 New Day. They are heels. They end Raw one week by laying out John Cena. <sighs> Who are they going to feud with? They're going to feud with the greatest tag team of all time, the Rock and Roll Express. Rock and Roll Express made tag team wrestling. Like, I, be- I believe you. All tag team wrestling is modeled after the Rock and Roll Express. The concept of a hot tag, all that was mastered by the Rock and Roll Express. And all tag teams since then have been just trying to match that. So if you take Rock and Roll and you put them up against the New Day, who a heel New Day who know how to work and they know how to get serious when they need to be, mm-hmm. I think that would be a bombshell of a match. All right. I, I think that would be a fun match. Women's match. What you got? I think, I think you got to start with a classic. I think you got to go with Lita. I think she provides Ooh, a good, 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 good flair. She's a big name, good character work. I am going to go with 2015 Bailey. Ooh, okay. One of one of the best baby faces in history. I agree. I agree. I think Bailey. Actually, good. actually, no. I'm gonna take that back. You know what? Fuck Bailey. I don't want Bailey. I want okay. 2015 Sasha Banks, and I got a reason for that. I'm, I'm going to take someone who I think would also do very well against Lita. And that would be Bailey. <laughs> That's fair. Because <laughs> we need a baby face in that match. And I think she'd, she'd provide a great foil for kind of the... the like... So so you have like 2005 Lita. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and she's the negative role model versus the almost annoying heel that is uh, Bailey. Amazing. All right. I'm going to I originally was going to have Bailey versus Bull Nakano from Japan, but instead they flipped around and decided to have Sasha Banks face arguably the greatest wrestler of all time, male or female, Manami Toyota. I have no idea who that is. Manami Toyota is I think she's in the top three of most Dave Meltzer five star matches. Okay. She was a god of wrestling in the 90s. I believe you. High flyers. All right. Well, I, I, as ha- having the first pick, I feel like the only appropriate choice is to take Shawn Michaels. That's doable, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Shawn Michaels. De- I definitely go with Shawn Michaels. I think he has a great ability. And this is my, mine. This is going to be a traditional cage match. You love them cages. All right. A Pujambi prison match. <laughs> I, I won't do that to you, Matt. All right. <laughs> I am going to have the greatest high flyer. Do you appreciate how I'm making everything objectively the greatest? Greatest, the greatest. I'm going to go with the greatest high flyer of all time. I actually didn't. Uh Ray Mysterio Jr., 1997 Ray Mysterio Jr. Good pick. Who's meeting with Sean in the cage? I think think we're going to blend the old and the new. And we're going to take X Division era AJ Styles. That is a beautiful choice. Shawn Michaels, which is AJ Styles, both at their peaks of their arrogance and their snootiness, I think leads them both to putting on one of the most insane cage matches we would have ever seen. 
I agree. Yeah, that's that's a fantastic choice. I, I'm almost upset there's a cage there, though, because they can't do, like, dives to the outside. Hmm. We can make it a hell in a cell. Yeah, do that. Sure, why not? <laughs> For Rey Mysterio, his, his opponent, Rey Mysterio's opponent, is going to be the Great Muda. What? You've never heard of the Great Muda? I've heard you talk about the Great Muda a lot. Great Muda is a high flyer from Japan... He was one of the first guys to do the green mist. Oh, sure. Yeah, with the kabuki face paint and stuff. I have a huge backstory with him, but that's not for today. And finally, Matt, you can just name off whatever you want here. What gimmick match do you want? Oh, a Firefly Funhouse match. Uh, who's Bray Wyatt going to face? Uh, Bray Wyatt is facing... I think it's, it's, a, it's a handicap match where he's going to be facing the Hardy Boys in an almost character breakdown intervention. I like that. It's I really gonna, like that. It's going to get super fucking dark, too. Like, we're not pulling punches with this one. That would be awesome. There, yeah. there, there is a part where you're in a real Florida rehab. That's my favorite match you've suggested, actually. That sounds a, really a, cool. There's a scene where Jeff is forced to confront Matt, but he's the one who's an addict. And Jeff has to look at what, what his failures would look like in the face of Matt, of Matt achieving them instead of him. See, that actually doesn't work because Matt did have the same demons and he got past them. Oh, did he really? I had no idea. Yeah, he did. After he left WWE, he went to TNA and was mm-hmm. bloated and looked terrible. I remember that. I, I, I was so sad. He posted all these weird videos to his YouTube. Like one was a 10 minute video of Matt Hardy eating grapes. Hell yeah. And at the end, he just said, I like eating grapes. You're so now arm. on TV, when Matt Hardy's upset, he eats grapes on TV. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. I, I mean, he cleaned his life up now, and yeah, his, he seems like a weirdo, but like a nice weirdo. So. All right, what are you going with, Ben? Matt, you're going to hate me for this because this is rule bending. But, you know, since Firefly Funhouse was on night two of WrestleMania 36, then I can go with the main event of night one of wrestlemania 36 a boneyard match between sting and the undertaker oh oh easy too simple too predictable so derivative ben so derivative i mean yeah it is because i chose literally the three most famous wrestling matches that never happened the way people wanted them to of all time so so yeah usually usually when you when you see your heroes you're left with disappointment yep well matt uh, who do you think is the better show here? All right, so from top to bottom, I I guess my mine has Bray and the Hardys. I think Bray and the Hardys I think is more in entertaining and inventive than Taker Stings, so I'd give myself one point there. I don't know enough about Great Muda to know how good of a match he'd put on with Rey Mysterio. So Shawn Michaels and AJ Styles would be better. All right, so I'll, I'll agree with you there. I think Sasha Banks and is probably a better wrestler than Lita. And assuming Toyota is as good as you said, I think that is a point to you. I agree. Um, I think Shield versus Golden Aces is one of the most insane matches ever. And I I think that beats out New Day versus Rock and Roll. Despite I, you, you going with like the Sutter Kane option of the these guys invented this sport. I don't think I they can, gel as yeah. well as you think. I don't think I I think the personalities wouldn't work as well as mine. I disagree with that, but I think the personalities are strong enough. Yeah, I can give you that point. 
All right. Luger's Horseman versus DX sounds like a, an amazing match. Hard Foundation versus Undisputed Era would be fun, but I think yeah, Luger Horseman. I agree. Um, I agree. I think Walter Jericho is... The mid-card one is the only one I'm putting my foot down on. I'll, I'll give myself the point. RVD I versus... Like Hart. No, no, no. Bret Hart and RVD would legitimately potentially be the greatest match of all time. Like, at the, you at the just... heights of their powers, I guess. Yeah, I there's just yeah. no question there. Because so, the thing with Walter and Jericho is that Jericho's wrestled big men before, and I don't think he really... I, I feel like Jericho working with big guys is, works at a disservice to Jericho. I think Jericho's best when he works with people his same size. I See, I think he's able to put on a, a display, but I think that's more so been because of his opponents. I think peak Jericho against someone like Walter, who's like modern sensibilities, would allow him to put on a more entertaining match. I think given the time and, and the personality of Walter, just the tank of a man, I think Jericho's type of guy who could like wile his way through that guy. I, I think wrestling Walter does not play to Jericho's strengths at all. Okay. I, I yeah. So I'll give I'm giving that. myself I'm giving myself the point. Alright, so world championship. I still think Kurt Angle versus Bruno is again probably one of the best matches of all time. I think Goldberg Austin sounds fun, and I think it would just be disappointing. Nineteen you gotta think though, Matt. Nineteen ninety eight goldberg versus austin yeah it's, that the is, hype is the it has more hype but i do not think it would be a better but goldberg match. goldberg can deliver i guess 99 goldberg versus 98 austin maybe i don't know well, 98 98 really yeah like, i i agree i agree they could put on an amazing match i just don't think they would i think austin would be able to carry goldberg because he was yeah. able to back then if you throw in all the attitude era gimmicks and shit I think Angle Bruno would be a better technical match by a lot, but See, I, I think I, I think Goldberg and Austin is like Rock Hogan levels of it doesn't matter. The crowd will will it. Yeah, the crowd will think it's good, but I don't think it right. would be as good of a match. I the, I like yeah. I, I agree with you. The hype is higher. The 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 same with your Hogan Flair thing. I think the hype is higher. You might get a hotter crowd, but I don't think you get a better match on paper. I think you get you get a moment, you get like one of the best, like the people would remember the introduction and the stare down to those matches more than they remember anything else. I think if Disagree. Bruno and Kurt Disagree. got the time, I think they would put on what would be considered a true yeah. classic. Mm. Mm. Oh, I have to take Flair out of my horseman because he's in the main event. That's yeah, fine. There's still enough of them. Whatever. All right, Matt. We're we're gonna go breeze through some smaller ones now. Yeah, Kenny and Eddie's better too. I, I I'd enjoy that match more, but it doesn't have the same draw power. See, I'm going for like most casual fans who are invested into it. No, I'm going with best technical wrestling matches. I, I want I want skill and talent on display. Fuck talent. Yeah. All right. Really. We have next the All Star Fighter. We will each draft. Eight fighters from video game history. We each get eight each. <laughs> okay. Eight fighters each. You cannot choose any character that's been in Super Smash Brothers because that's cheap at this point. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Because I was going to pick Kirby and be like, he's God. And they have to be from a video game. What does that mean? Like there needs to be a video game with that character in it. And, it. and we're not doing movie tie-ins. How do you define a movie tie-in? If the video game itself was more popular than the movie. 
What if the movie's more popular? It, a mat, if, a, if a classic horror character was in a fighting game, does that count? Not really. If they're a guest character, that does that's not within the spirit of the rules. All right, what are you choosing? Uh, my first character would be Nightmare from Soul Calibur Four, uh, with 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 the Soul Calibur blade as well in, in, at full power. All right, I don't know who that is, but I'll believe you. He's a badass. I am going to go with Master Chief. Ooh, spicy. Uh, Ma- Master Chief, I feel like is the obvious one. Yeah, you know, I feel like that one's cheating. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Master Chief gets uh, overwhelmed a little quickly by some of my upcoming picks. We go with Smoke from Mortal Kombat. Smoke? Yeah, Smoke. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's Smoke. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I think I think he he can he, his his maneuverability is very very strong. Uh, I feel like I need someone with a lot of strength and power here who has godlike abilities well that's the problem is we can't we could just draft gods right no they they have to be nerfed like a super smash brothers okay where it's like more even you know because some of these right the next person that i am going to draft is kratos god of war wow literally as i was about to pick yeah I, I didn't want to be that easy, but it's just but too like, good. But like, like the, here, here we've reached, we've reached the first impasse. Is Kratos can kill gods? Here, let's go by Smash Brothers rules. All right, it's not about killing people; it's about knocking them off the map, right? Because yeah. you got to draw a line somewhere. Uh, I think a character who holds a lot of power and could compete here would be uh i'd go with i'll go dante from devil may cry dante from the devil may cry franchise he's killed killed demons he has when he has he has full access to his like devil trigger and superpowers i think he's he's on par with everyone so far all right i am going to go with a zelda character but a zelda character that has not technically been in a super smash brothers game I'm going to go with Demise from Skyward Sword. Sure. I never beat that. Which is, it is the embodiment of evil that when it dies, curses everyone in the Zelda franchise that something evil will show up every hundred years. So he's basically the god of evil. Nice. Uh... I got a ringer that's just going to destroy you, Matt. I'm just warning you now. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. Uh, I'm gonna go with Superman, cause he's fucking Superman. That's 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 <laughs> all egregious, Matt. You're you're talking about this ringer you have coming. Boom, fucking Superman, bitch. Okay, Matt. Without looking it up, what Superman? Because if you cannot off the top of your head name a Superman game, it's going to be Superman sixty four Superman. Who no, needs to fly through rings or else he dies. It's the DC versus um, Capcom games. That's full power Superman. Oh, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, taste it. That's <laughs> way more <laughs> bullshit than Demise. No, it, you picked a spirit that embodies evil on a planet. I picked a Kryptonian. Uh, whatever. All right. I'm going to go with... Okay, Matt, you want my clincher now? 
Sure. You want do the it. one now so I can I can show you that you're destroyed? Uh-huh. I'm going once again with video game logic so that this character in the video game approximately their proportions will be replicated in the game, okay? Sure. As if they were on TV. In that case, and it's not in Super Smash Brothers, in Super Smash Brothers we have color TV game. Here I'm going to have the pong paddle and ball. What? The paddles and ball from Pong. All right, then I'll go with the blocks and map from Tetris. Well, you can't choose the map. You can choose. You can choose a block. You can choose the blocks. You can choose Tetris blocks. What? Yeah, you can choose that's the blocks from Tetris. So that's the, a character. So that's an yeah, object I think they in are. the game. No, the person controlling the paddles is the character. I disagree because Rob the robot is a character in Super Smash Brothers, and he is a real life object. So if, if Rob the Robot counts, because Rob the Robot is not... I don't even know who Rob the Robot is. He was a pack-in with the NES to help them sell it as a toy. What? Yeah, you, it's this it's this robotic operating buddy that you plug into the NES. It, like, plays the game with you. It worked terribly. But that object Nintendo has put into Super Smash Brothers as a character. So if the physical Rob the Robot counts then the paddles from Pong would also count. I, you know, I I, I guess. Because that's what you're controlling. You're controlling the Pong paddles. Okay, so so what, is it, how, so what does it do in a fight? It, fu- it fires a ball out. But the, but the paddles and, don't and, fire the balls. They reflect it. And if the ball doesn't no, have another paddle no, to bounce no, no, against, no. it'll just float away into nothingness. Right, and then it would despawn, and another one would show up. When you lose, when you lose a point in pong, the ball shows back up on the but paddle, you, so but you can the launch it also, again. The paddle also dematerializes because you die. No, it doesn't. It re- no, it doesn't. It stays there. In the original pong, it does. It's a paddle. It has no. It power. doesn't. It doesn't matter. It counts. I I I agree. It counts. I'm just. It's. A, what? I uh, how would you how, kill how, do, it? how would you kill a giant block? How's a giant block gonna kill Superman? It'll fire balls at him. Okay, and the balls will bounce off. We're not made of kryptonite. No, Matt. Do you know it's it's firing a giant square cube like a gunshot outwards. What? I would destroy people. Yeah, all it can do is fire a ball, so it'd fucking fire that thing. But but we have we have no way of determining of, of determining that it could do that. I I feel like in the rules of a video game world, I definitely feel like pong paddles counts. I I, I don't. And the ball I would mean, be used as an attack, just like Rob the Robot, his gyromite thing in Super Smash Brothers. It can't actually hurt you in real life. But we but we he have, spins it like a top. We have we have a scale. We can use it to determine its power. Like we can't. We have no way of determining the power of the paddle. It's undeterminable. We have no source. We have no data. Well, when you program him in the game, then you determine that power. I I I I don't know about that one, Ben. Well, you said Tetris blocks, and I think that counts just as much too. Yeah, I, I you know for the sake of us both having a pick that makes no sense, I'll go with Tetris blocks. I I think these are both awesome suggestions. Who's going to beat Tetris when you're getting crushed by pieces? 
Dude, I, Pong I, Paddles. Pong Paddles are I, a game changer. I don't think so, but I'm going to let you live in your own world. <laughs> you, you, I'm glad you're happy. Matt, if, if you don't accept this, I can make it worse. I have another one in mind that I could use. I mean, go get use it. Make your choices, no matter how wrong yeah? you are. Yeah? It's your turn. All right, then. I'm going to use the Mario Picross Needle. What? I don't even yeah. know what that is. Okay, so Picross, Matt, is like Sudoku, sort of. Except instead of instead of nine numbers in one square, it shows you how many squares are next to each other in a row and in a column, if that makes sense. It's like a crossword puzzle with numbers. Okay. In Mario's Picross on the Game Boy from, I believe, like 1993 or 1995, Mario is chiseling out the holes in the screen with a hammer and chisel. So I choose the hammer and chisel... It is a disembodied hand attached to a chisel and nail. So all it is, Matt, is a floating hand that's just jabbing its chisel and hammer into people's heads. Does it? Is it stronger than the average human? Yes. Yeah, it can cleave stone with no issue whatsoever an infinite number of times. I, I, okay. It's a floating hammer and chisel. All right, I, 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 I choose, I choose God from any simulation game where you control the universe, universe simulator. I have, I have, I have the ability to change reality as you know it to the down to the part, uh, part, particular level. Uh, you have to choose a game franchise for that God, though. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's called Universal Sandbox. Yeah, Universe Sandbox Legacy. You can affect the nature of the, of the entirety of reality. I can spawn whole planets and suns. I can change gravity itself in a minute and down to the individual number. <laughs> this one got really fucked up, didn't it? I, my next pick is the hexagons from Super Hexagon. <laughs> Whoa! You're trapped in a maze, bitch. Whoa! Hey, hey! I haven't. I I gotta choose first. All right. Sure. What are you doing here? Go fine. Go ahead. I'll change my pick too. You chose a pattern. <laughs> I chose paddles, Matt. Don't no. make me choose the black space behind the paddles. The color black. I choose the color black. Anything black hurts now. What? <laughs> i choose the color black as seen in pong what <laughs> so anything <laughs> i choose freddy krueger from uh from uh, mortal kombat yeah man i have a whole fucking color if anything black touches him he suffers pain you know you know this is the second time we've done a draft and you know we might do it a third time and hopefully at that point the fourth time will be the charm goodbye everybody <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you later. All right, Matt. No, we got a four, five, six. That's your seventh. We have eight to draft, Matt. I want to get All off right. Mr. Bones' wild ride. Next person I'm going to draft is Death. I'm going to draft Death. 
from what game? I'm going to choose death from, um, uh, from switch, flip switch, flip, flipping death. That's the name. I'm going to choose death from the indie game flipping death. Okay. Because he can beat God because he can switch between dimensions. So, yeah, death. Uh, okay. You got one more pick, Matt. Um, this one's my fault. I'll admit this one's my fault. We're going to choose the alien from Destroy All Humans. A real choice from a real game. Destroy All Humans is an awesome game. He's going to make your butthole explode and you're going to fall right off that map. I'm going to choose the kid from Psychonauts. And and actually, that's a good foil for Freddy Krueger, too, because they're both dream people. Oh, see? Yeah, I have a dream match. Yeah. All right, so our final rundown here. Matt has Nightmare from Soul Calibur 4. He has Smoke from Mortal Kombat. Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Superman, the one which... The one which started a horrific chain of events. You started this. You're the one who's threatening things. Tetris Blocks. God from Universal Sandbox Legacy. Yep. Freddy Krueger and the alien from Destroy All Humans. That's a list. You did this. I could have had a list of eight (laughs) actual video game characters that would have had an interesting matchup. Superman was bullshit, Matt. That's where this all fell off. No, you picked paddles and then a hammer and chisel <laughs> i chose the master and, and chief chose demise go fuck yourself we're not, we're not there yet matt chose go, the master go. chief go fuck yourself kratos go fuck demise yourself. Go fuck yourself paddles from pong the hammer and chisel from mario's Picross. the color black from pong Death. You chose a setting as a character. <laughs> it's not a setting, it's a color. Uh, death from Flipping Death. And the kid from Psychonaut. I hope you're happy. That was fucked. I'm gonna skip over Ultimate Pokemon Team. because I, I don't, don't even think know you... Pokemon enough. I Well, I was going to trick you with like, oh, and now we can do favorite music albums. But fuck that too. All right, let's do an easy one, Matt. Deep breath. We're going to play nice. You need to create a squad of cohesive killers. So they got to work as a team. And because you chose Freddy Krueger the last time, now we can't use him. Are they fighting a different squad, or is they just like how good this squad would be? Let Let's try and create a squad to attack each other. They... And 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 for the sake of argument, no people who can bend reality too much. So Pinhead, Sutter Kane, those people are off the table. The 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 most even Freddy Krueger would be off the table. It has to be things that don't necessarily need to be killed, but things where, you know, like with Chucky, yeah, a little person could kill you. Halloween, Jason Voorhees. Like, there is a supernatural aspect, but it's not the overarching thing. We'll go with the Predator. Mm, that's who I was going to go with. Yeah, Predator is my first pick. I'm going to choose Jigsaw. 
Okay. I, I feel like he can be like the guy who plans stuff out in advance, you know? He can mm-hmm. he can set up sites. All right. in, in a similar way, I'm going to go with a character that is not necessarily a horror character, but is scary in his own way. Norman Osborn, or the Green Ooh. Goblin. One of the only per- people in comics history to ever take over the world legally. I like that. I like that. He's my mastermind. He's my tactician, along with Predator. Would they work together, though? I feel I feel like Predator wouldn't have any of his shit. I don't feel like Predator's there to work with politicians. I, I, don't, I don't think Jigsaw is either. And Green Goblin's also a, a force in of himself with his technology and abilities. He's not just a thinker. He could pose a legitimate threat, and I think the Predator would respect that. Jigsaw is going to team up with the Terminator. Oh, okay. That was one of my that was one of my other potential picks, but I wasn't sure if it uh it fit the qualifications. No, I I think that would work because he's like an android. That's grounded enough. And then right. Jigsaw can program Terminator to do whatever he wants. I yeah yeah all right. Like I think Predator versus Terminator is more exciting sounding than Alien versus Predator. Oh, definitely. Uh, all right. I think next, I think we bring in a classic character here, uh, with a little bit of supernatural power, but not not too much. Uh, we go with Dracula. So Jigsaw is gonna think he's in control until he's not anymore. I'm gonna go with a guy who's going to be one over on him just because he's so powerful. He's gonna take his time building up his powers. Okay. Inhotep from the late '90s Mummy. Okay. I I think th- I think that counts as horror-y enough. It, it it gets there. All right. All right. Who's your last one, Matt? Who's wrapping up the squad here? I think for pure stealth and ability, and again another classic, classic film. We're gonna go with the Invisible Man. Fuck you, Matt. <laughs> Have have you seen the new one they did? No. I watched like two thirds. I watched half of it on the plane and I was like, this is just not pleasant. Oh. <laughs> so, well, in the new one, he's a serial abuser and then oh. pretends to kill himself, but he doesn't. And it's just really unpleasant. Like it's too close to real life, you know? That is really sad. So. No, I don't want to. And, and it's anymore. lots of I don't believe you, which is just annoying. Yeah. Oh. Are you going crazy? So I mean, it's not a bad movie. It's really what you have to do for an Invisible Man movie. But I felt like they could have had more fun with it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, since I don't think it said anything new about assault, but you know, I, I'm not them. Like maybe I have it around wrong. My last pick is going to bear. All right. Well, Matt, you have one superhero villain, so I feel like I can have another superhero villain if I'd yeah. like to. Sure. Someone who's going to work well with these guys. I want. I want one of the evil Transformers. Okay, one of the Decepticons. Yeah, I want one of the Decepticons. Which one can you name a Decepticon? I know Starscream. Is Starscream a good one? Yeah. Okay, you get Starscream. Yes, perfect. Good choice. Yeah, Starscream. All right, so I think the choice of Starscream secures this match for me. Uh, Starscream is, a, I think, I think, I think you're gonna have an implosion of personalities, Ben. Jigsaw, see, I think you're gonna have an implosion of personalities. Yeah, see, I, I have, I have four focused individuals. 
They, they're, they're all they're, focused on their own desires. Green Goblin and Dracula are like two sides of the same coin. Yeah, but they're unified in killing you guys. And I think they would all go about it well. The problem with both Imhotep, Starscream, and Jigsaw is Starscream has shown in the past, in film and television, that when he is challenged for power, his objective is to fight and kill you. So he wouldn't care about winning. He, he would care more about being the most powerful person on the team. And I don't think Emotep would ever work for anybody. Emotep would have no, to be in I charge. Think, no, no, no. Emotep is in charge. Jigsaw, he's talented, but he's still just a person. Yeah. So he would, so he would work for Emotep because otherwise Emotep would mummy his face off. Yeah, but, but, but I don't think Jigsaw will because he has this scary, weird morality. I don't think he'd have a choice. And I think I think at that point, Starscream would I, see Jigsaw working for Imhotep and Starscream would kill Imhotep. See, I'm banking on them being to get to your guys before they implode. Because I, I think Starscream would know that he wouldn't be able to take on all four of them himself and well, that Imhotep would be insurmountable. But he would... I, I, I think Star, Starscream's arrogant enough to think he could kill Imhotep. And then uh, I I do uh, think that my Terminator is a bit of a clincher though, because Terminator is tough AF. He is. And Dracula's is. shit isn't gonna work on him. Yeah, but I think the combination of Green Goblin and Predator can neutralize Terminator, especially Green Goblin, because I feel I feel like the Terminator could still be vulnerable to like electrical attacks, and he's reliant he's reliant on, on more external weaponry, and I think the gadgets of the Goblin and the Pred. I think they beat out because I, I still I don't think uh, Schwarzenegger m- survives the firepower of Predator. If he gets to Dracula or Invisible Man first, they're fucked. Well, I gotta say, Matt, I have no idea who won, and I have no idea if this was any good or not. But I feel like we know a bit more about each other now. I think we know that Pong paddles are genuine potential for characters, and I can't wait to see them in Super Smash Brothers. And I want to hear what everyone who's listening thought. Who made the better lists? I know that your lists are worse than mine. Well, maybe they'll be better on the fourth times the charm. Please remember to follow us and on wherever you're listening. Follow us on Instagram. Follow both Ben and I on Instagram. Uh, remember that we're a growing podcast and we really appreciate your engagement. So please hit us up on social media and engage with our episode. Share with your friends and let us know that to get that discussion started. Uh, this has been Fourth Times the Charm. I'm Matt. I'm Ben. Have a good morning. Good night, everybody. Oh my God, you did the thing, yeah.